TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Attorney John Elmore joins us now. Uh, John, good morning. Good morning. Uh, On Friday... Happy Mother's Day to the mothers that are out there. Yes, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. On Friday, you announced a lawsuit uh, and naming a few um, entities in the lawsuit. Let's start with social media platforms. Uh, what is the lawsuit and how does uh, where does the blame lie on social media platforms? Certainly. Um Social media, there's something that's called freedom of speech, okay? Everybody has, has freedom of speech. Social media platforms have freedom of speech. And so we're we're not suing the social media platforms based upon the content. What we're doing is, is we're filing a lawsuit based on products liability. Social media platforms sell the user's data. Social media platforms make money from their advertisers based upon maximizing user engagement. And they do that by the algorithms, by, by making people's choices and suggestions of stuff that may be offensive, that may be shocking, uh, that, that may be racially uh, offensive. And, and in this particular case, um, they, Gendron, even in his own writings and and in his plea of guilty uh, uh, said that he and admitted that he was radicalized by social media that he became a racist by social media so all of these things that were streamed to him uh they uh introduced him to something that's called the acceleration theory and the white replacement theory and pretty much radicalized him uh and then taught him uh, how to select a weapon, how to select body armor, um, and uh, um, pretty much radicalized him and convinced him that what he did in, 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 in TOPS was something that was necessary to save the right, white race. And what we're seeing is that a lot of the mass shooters that are homegrown have been radicalized by mass shooting. The shooter that attacked the uh, Pittsburgh synagogue uh, the same thing happened to him uh, when Gendron pled guilty uh, and and was sentenced to life without parole. The the top shooting uh, of people getting their brains blown out was was shared over three thousand times uh, on one of these internet platforms, and and the, the the internet platforms make money by from their advertisings by doing this, and so we feel that there's some responsibility that they, that they bear. Uh, and your, and your question was, was directed 
uh, specifically to the social media platforms, and there are other parties that we've uh, uh, com- commenced litigation against as well. And I want to go to those other parties, but I want one more question on social media. Twitch was the uh, was what he streamed live on, and, and where a lot of those uh, just sickening pictures and videos came from. To mm-hmm. your knowledge, has there been since then any kind of limitations put on what Twitch allows after they allowed that video to go live um, a year ago today? I, I I can't answer that question. Our, our investigation uh, is is based upon what Twitch did that day and what their policies were, and and uh, um, in this case and in, in other cases, I'm not sure exactly what they've done since then. Um, but they they are a defendant in this lawsuit, and and we believe that the proof will say that we have a legitimate case and. And I mean, it was live streamed on Twitch. The, the shooting only lasted two, I think, fourteen minutes or two minutes. But I think the whole uh, of him driving and approaching uh, on a live stream uh, for about fourteen minutes, uh, several of those minutes before he arrived at the top shooting, where where users were watching. I mean, this whole thing possibly could have been prevented. Uh, we believe that Twitch. Should have had enough time and we to to turn it off to shut it off, so that what happened uh, wasn't live streamed. Now, in this lawsuit, you also named the Iowa-based manufacturer of body armor that was used that day. Um, what mm-hmm. what are you saying when it comes to the body armor that the shooter was wearing? Well, what is body armor for? Body armor is for people to for police officers to wear, for security guards to wear for uh, um, people in the military to wear. Uh, this body armor that he wore was was uh, was a stronger body armor that the, the police officers wear. And he was in direct communication um, with a uh, person from, from the body armor company who goes by uh, online, online name of Shorta. And uh, most, most of the legitimate ones will will sell to uh again military and not and not individuals and and the way that they advertised it uh we believe uh encouraged him and gave him the safety and confidence to carry out this the shooting um if he didn't have the body armor he wouldn't have walked in the tops because he scouted the place out and he knew that there were armed guards there. And so that gave him the confidence to go in there and, and, and kill 10 people and wound others. The uh, another, uh, another named in this, something that I only learned on Friday, was the, the manufacturer of the gun accessory and what that accessory did and allowed the shooter to do. Yeah, well, uh, the, the, you know, we were right on point with this thing because uh, uh, we we've, we're looking at means arms for a long time. In New York State, you cannot sell an AR-15 um, that has a, a detachable gun magazine. This company, we believe, and in the Attorney General's office, uh, believes um, they unlawfully advertised by putting this screw device or this locking device. It would it would make an illegal. AR-15 legal to be sold in the state of New York. And because New York, again, it says the gun magazine cannot be detachable. 
But in their advertising, uh, the company said that in, it'll take less than you know, a couple of minutes to unscrew it and then put a detachable magazine on there. And so when Gendron, um, he, he went into tops with three 30 capacity, uh, um, capacity things that he could just interchange. And that's how he was able to load and reload uh, because these magazines were interchangeable and kill as many people and walk into there with confidence that he did. I mean, just think about it. In New York State, you only can have 10 rounds of ammunition in a magazine. So if he went in there with 10 rounds, some people could get away. He wouldn't have been able to reload. Um, Maybe the uh, security guard would have been successful in deterring all these people from being killed. Um, There's no reason for a civilian to have a AR-15 with multiple detachable gun magazines, 30 rounds of ammunition, uh, that's not for hunting. That's not for to protect your house. Uh, that's for committing mass shootings. And we have to be sensible um, about the Second Amendment and in, in this country. We have a Second Amendment. People have the right to bear arms. People have the right to protect themselves. People have the right to protect their homes, to protect their businesses. But this weapon with the, the 30 rounds of detachable magazines, those are weapons of mass destruction, weapons for, for war. And we need to make this country safe. We need to have our children safe in schools. We need to be free to walk into a mall and not not worry about some crazy going into a mall trying to wipe everybody out because uh, he's been indoctrinated by a bunch of crap on, on the Internet. We need to be sensible about that. And we're hoping, um, and the families that I represent and the lawyers that we represent, um, by filing this lawsuit that we're going to make corporations responsible um, uh, and, you know, that have put uh, uh, our safety, um, the, our way of living in this country, in jeopardy, and and it seems like there's a mass shooting every week or every other week, all you know, all over the country. It wasn't more than a week after this happened in Buffalo that all these innocent children were killed in Evaldi, Texas. I mean, think about the mass shooting that happened in Las Vegas. I think over in like 90 people were killed from that one shooter that had all these high capacity weapons. It, it wasn't like that. I mean, in 1994. There was there was an ban on on assault weapons. Once once that ban last lapsed, um, the man shoot, the mass shootings are just becoming a commonplace, and we're, we're not safe anymore. People um, aren't going to malls anymore. They're not going to public places anymore because uh, of the fear of what happens. And you know, so I mean, Jenrin was was a white supremacist that was radicalized by the internet. People understand when there has been homegrown Islamic terrorists that have done very, very terrible things because they were radicalized by social media. And so if we want to make this country safe from terrorism, whether it's, you know, from Islamic terrorists, from white supremacist terrorists or or, or whatever, um, 
you know, we're hoping that that this lawsuit will will send a message to corporations that they need to be responsible, not put people's safety um, over over profits. And uh, and and we're committed to do this. It's it's a big challenge. I'm I'm very fortunate that I have some fantastic partners that have decided to to come to Buffalo. That they responded to my plea for help. Uh, the Giffords Foundation, Gabby Giffords was a congresswoman who was shot and injured and crippled because of a, a mass shooting. And she started uh, a foundation uh, that, that that's providing lawyers that are going to help us. And, and Matthew Bergman, who is the founder of the Social Media uh, Victims Law Center, I mean, he's in Seattle, Washington, and they've, they've pledged, you know, millions of dollars and lawyers and resources to help us um, make this country and this community safe and prevent mass shootings from happening again. You also named the parents of the shooters in the lawsuit. Now, John, I don't know much about law, so if this is a ridiculous question, I apologize. But do you think there are there should have been or could be potential criminal charges against the parents? I I don't see any criminal liability because the FBI has investigated the case. The New York State Police and the New York State Attorney General's office have investigated the the, the case. But the reason that we're suing the parents, um, it's it's very simple. Um, I mean, Gendron drove to Buffalo, and when he got around uh, some small town here, he got a ticket. And even in his in his writings, you know, because we have some of the stuff that he published on the internet. Um, he, he was aware that, that his parents became aware that he had this ticket driving up here. Why is he driving up here in their car? Um, before this happened, uh, the parents found um, a lining for the body armor helmet in the washing machine. His mother found it. Uh, not long before the shooting, uh, his parents were aware that he cut the head off a cat and buried the cat in 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 a uh, in a shoebox. Uh, they were aware that he wasn't right. They were aware that he had weapons. Uh, he was a young kid that had a part time job. Where did he get the money from to get these to purchase these weapons, the body armor? How did he use their car and disappear for you know over six hours to make several trips to Buffalo and scout Rochester out, and the, and them not be aware of it? And you know, and, and and the body armor and the weapons they were. They were stored in his house, um, and and so they bear some responsibility as well, as as all parents do. And so, by commencing uh, this litigation, um, it, it's the right thing to do because when when people do wrong, uh, they have the wrongdoer should be held responsible. John, you know you're you're in uh, you've been working closely with families of victims. I asked this question to Senator Sean Ryan. I'm going to ask the same question to Tim Kennedy. I'd like to know what you think and what maybe some of the uh, the families have expressed uh, over the last year. Uh, what has been done and what still needs to be done at a state level when not only addressing East Buffalo but also addressing the things that we're talking about. You know. Um, uh, being able to have red flags on you know a monster like this and be able to stop it before uh, terrors inflect inflected on a community like we saw a year ago. Well, I mean, there needs to be legislation at the state level as well as the uh, federal level. I, I will give the governor a lot of credit for some of the 
gun laws and gun legislation that she's she's passed. New York State does have one of the tougher um, gun laws and gun legislation in the country, and she's making them tougher. and And I'll give her, give her credit for that. One of the things that I'm critical of, though, is is that she has not signed uh, the Grieving Families Act. And the Grieving Families Act, when you think about it, today's Mother's Day, okay? So there are people that lost their mothers or they, they lost their fathers or their grandparents or whatever. And and this, this memorial today, I mean, most of the families aren't going to be participating in that. They're going to be home grieving. They're, they're reliving this thing. And and so all of the grief and suffering that they've had by missing birthdays and graduations and weddings and 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 and, and new births in their families that their loved ones have not been able to participate in, none of that uh, would be admissible for a jury to consider in in awarding damages. And New York State and Alabama are the only two states in the country that would not allow the family's grief or testimony about the grief to be considered by, by a jury. And uh, she, she had an opportunity to, to, to pass that bill, which was, which was uh, um, approved by the Republican and the Democrat, uh, both, both houses, overwhelmingly. And, uh, and, she, and she wouldn't sign it. Um, uh, I know Senator Holman, one of the senators from New York uh, City, has resubmitted it, and, and I would urge all of our listeners um, to urge the governor to sign that. Um, certainly, my hat's off to her for the, the the great things that she's done. She's from Western New York. I, I, I've known her, and I, and I like her as a person. But but for but it, it, it's it's hard for me to understand after what happened on May 14th. Um, that she still hasn't signed the uh, Grieving Families Act. John, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you for the call and the opportunity. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 